Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. I'll have to say that when Liberty Magazine editor Lincoln Steed gave me the topic for today's program, I was like, what? Have you ever heard of the infamous FEMA camps that are springing up all around the country? No? Well, I guess you're not a conspiracy theorist either. But Lincoln, are you? Well, there's some people that say I am. (laughs) I like to think not because I don't really like dealing with unsubstantiated rumors. And that's Mm. what a conspiracy at root is. Yes. It's some grand idea you have with no evidence or little evidence or wrongly interpreted evidence. Mm -hmm. So uh, we better get that straight right up front. But as a Seventh-day Adventist Christian, as a Protestant, as a Bible-believing Christian and someone that reads Bible prophecy, I know that at the end of time, Jesus said there's a time of trouble coming such as never was since there was a nation. And if they, unless those days be shortened, he said, no flesh shall be saved. Mm. So uh, almost the worst you can imagine will eventually happen. And further, in Revelation 13, a uh, power, lamb-like beast, that's fairly easily identified with the United States, will change its lamb-like demeanor and become a dragon. Mm. Be quite aggressive and ultimately even require a certain religious belief system. Well, this is all apocalyptic end-time stuff. But it's possible, I think, in discussing some of these tidbits of evidence and stuff floating around, especially on the Internet, to see there, perhaps, I think, intimations of how things could go. You and I are not privy to planning behind closed doors. We don't really know exactly what's coming up, but it's fairly easy to extrapolate and to know what's probably in the wind. And that's what we need to talk a little bit about today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, of course, the Internet is to be believed just at face value. Uh, <laughs> wh- where did this come from? Why did people start talking about FEMA camps? Is there a seed for this thing? Well, you can go and read the charter for FEMA. FEMA is put together, Federal Emergency Management Authority, or I forget the last day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's been put together to deal with very real, not theoretical situations, disasters. And and we're in a time of disaster. Mm. And then there's people paid to think for the future, and they can see even worse things. In another program, you and I were talking about the ecological meltdown. Yes. And so all weather forecasters say that we're going to have superstorms and, and then uh, earthquakes and so on. The Bible says in diverse places where you wouldn't expect them. We're getting more and more of them. Fracking is breaking the, the backbone of the United States, quite literally. And in some areas, they have four to 500 mini earthquakes every uh, day or so. There's a reasonable expectation of FEMA coming in, you know, and fulfilling a very real role. And we saw with uh, Katrina, huge role of FEMA, as well as in the view of many people, some abuse and inefficiencies, as well as even some high-handed behavior. So... You know, it's, it's, it's hardly uh, conspiracy thinking when you go online and you see videos and, and other evidence, hard evidence, not just someone blowing off the top of their head with an idea that they can't prove, but there's, there's visual evidence of literal camps all over the U.S. So the question is, what are they for? 
if you're a total conspiracist, you know, this is like dragging the world population down from, what is it, 7 billion to 4 billion. I don't know that we could get into that sort of stuff. <laughs> Therein lies the way of madness, yes. as they say. But we have to realize, as Christians and as citizens of the United States, these are not normal times. And if you read the Charter of FEMA, they have quite extreme powers. They have the power, for example, in an emergency to take your private garden, to take your vehicle. People don't understand this. Not even a new power. In World War II, England uh, exercised that power over its citizens. So these sort of things are written into FEMA's charter, and and, uh, we might live to see these done wholesale. I'll tell you the reason that I wanted to just even bring up the topic for our listeners. I had a a call from a woman uh, a few days ago, and she'd been listening to a well-known independent evangelist that does the rounds in our church. I wouldn't say he's anything to do officially with with our church organization, but he's been preaching that uh, everything's about to happen, the end of the world is upon us, and that immediately all uh, believers should sell their property, buy gold, and go out into the country in, a, in the most secluded place possible and just sort of hunker down. <laughs> and I told this woman, I said, if you do that now, you will bring the time of trouble on yourself. <laughs> it will be your time of trouble. It will be your a, time of trouble, yes. An elderly uh, widow, because this is not the time to sell houses. Uh, she's not set up to live in the country. In the country, I've lived in the country. Your neighbors know more about you than they do in That's the city. True. That's true. So you're not invisible. That's true. I know, yes. And, and further, we can't really own gold easily. Even if you have some gold futures, that's just paper. And the government in the past has taken steps to forbid people to actually uh, hoard and hold actual gold. So it's an illusion. And all this guy is really spreading is panic. And part of the story with her, and I've had other people call me, is is this apocalyptic scenario of detention camps here, guillotines at another camp. And you can see those online. And you don't really know what's happening. But I know from listening to uh, many broadcasts and planning sessions, our authorities at their wit's end. In fact, the Bible says men's hearts failing them for fear for those things that are coming on the earth. And some of the planners of public health at different times with SARS and the avian flu and and Ebola, I remember, I think it was with the SARS epidemic, there were actually some fears that 5 million people would die across the U.S., as many as 5 million. Mm-hmm. If such a thing happened, that would be an apocalypse. Yes. Hospitals couldn't handle it, the, the morgues couldn't handle it, and it would explain, in large measure, uh, all of these fields of coffins that you can find online. Uh, it's apocalyptic, but it may be not what people imagine. And the same with the FEMA camp. They could be camps that are set up for real emergencies to shelter citizens. They could be camps that are set up to transport many millions of illegal immigrants back across the border, or they could be camps to set up to process undesirables. We don't know. You know, we have to realize that the people at FEMA are hearing the same broadcast that we're hearing. They're hearing the same reports from the scientists. Maybe all they're doing is just simply trying to be prepared for something that might happen that they've heard about just like we're hearing about it. I study history, and, and now and then you have demonstrably evil 
men or factions that rise up and they have an agenda that's fiendish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't discount that in any country, anywhere. But, you know, we're still a relatively open society. So I, I largely discount that. What I see instead is a system at stress point with good thinking people that are empowered to look ahead, project, how do we deal with these disasters? Right, right. And that's what I think all these camps and all these draconian things that you can sort of get a little glimpse of. But I don't think they have a bad intention. But if you know history, when the stress comes, there's always the distinct possibility that it will morph into a dangerous direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we need to keep our eyes open, if you like, and as citizens asking questions of our public officials. Because sometimes they don't always know or ask the right questions. I can remember after 9-11, the legislators in Washington were shocked to discover there was an underground government being set up, a shadow government. They knew nothing about it. And, and of course, that doesn't exist now. So in an emergency, quite extreme things can happen. But I want to simultaneously tell people of faith who have a biblical prophetic viewpoint, you know, don't get paranoid on these things because you don't know enough about what they really are. But at the same time, realize that there will be some very scary things coming down the pike. And our real protection is in the Lord, to have faith in him, to remain rational, and as citizens, Keep a wary eye open and make a representation, but don't don't accept every rumor from the internet because the images may be correct, but the interpretation given to these things might either be wrong or preemptively wrong. I like what you're saying there because we as a nation and we individually, even we as church members, are getting to the place where we don't trust anybody. We don't trust a soul. And we try to read into everything that anybody does. We're trying to read what evil is behind this thing when the truth of the matter is most of what is happening is being done by people just like us who are simply trying to be prepared. We need to give them the benefit of a doubt, but I like what you also said that those preparations can also be diverted, they can be changed, they can be rerouted, they can be rebooted into something quite evil. So we need to be a little more trusting, but at the same time, a little more aware. Am I right? Absolutely. And I think they are taken together, these are clear indications of the times we live in. These are not normal times. These are prophetic times. These are end times. Even if time goes on another hundred years, these are end times. Yes. These are yes. not anything close to the hundreds of years that went before us. And I think a Bible-believing Christian can see the lay of the land, but our faith should be in God, and we shouldn't be easily panicked by, uh, you know, rumors from the East and the West, as the Bible says, that dismay us. We should be, as my father used to say, you know, isn't it exciting? The Lord is about to come. Mm. You know, you are not only the editor of Liberty Magazine, you are also a pastor. Give us a little pastoral hope here, Lincoln. You're leaving us with a little bit of a fear in our pit of our stomach. Why should we not fear this? Or I should say, how should we fear this? No human being could look at these times and, 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 and be totally calm. Mm-hmm. It, uh, for a human organism, this is a dangerous time. But we need to have an overarching faith in God that if we follow him, as we depend on him, he will bring the best to pass for us here and certainly redemption beyond this. But not every little situation is immediately solved when we have faith in God. We have to run this gauntlet, if you like. It calls it the time of Jacob's trouble. Yes, yes. So it's a difficult time, but much better for those who have faith in God than for those who don't know what's happening 
and are inclined to just wander aimlessly on the internet and come out of it with a, a free-floating fear that they can't do anything about and they don't know what they've really seen and they're just paralyzed by indecision. You are one articulate guy. Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine. I appreciate you being with us today and bringing us up to date on this. Listener, I want to invite you over to the website, libertymagazine.org. You can subscribe to the magazine, and you can subscribe to the magazine for someone else. And they like that at Liberty Magazine. If you provide some funds, they'll send that to some um, political leaders and communities and whatnot. They have a big, long list that they want to address. So if you want to support Liberty Magazine and have a subscription for yourself, or if you want to provide subscriptions for others, they will be happy to accommodate you there as well. Well, you can also leave a comment on these topics, and people do that a lot, and we like to make programs, radio programs, out of those topics. That's all at libertymagazine.org. Thank you, Lincoln, for being with us today. Appreciate it. And until next time, this is Charles Mills, along with Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine, inviting you to rest in the freedom of God's love. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. Today.